And so Satan being a deceiver, right? The devil being a deceiver, he has he has people's minds trapped to not wanting to believe the truth. You know, all that hatred that is inside of you, all that toxicity that's inside of you, all of this, um, this unforgiveness, all this ill feeling, this betrayal has harbored in your heart and it has kept you blinded from the obvious truth. So when we had little Nas slide down this stripper pole, twerk on top of this pentagraph on the devil, many people were left blinded and deceived. From the blatant and obvious truth. See, the devil used to be the devil used. This is so crazy. This is how I know he's getting stronger and stronger because he used to do things in secret, right? People, people, all these people that are dying and stuff like that. Um, these rappers and stuff that 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 have sold their cell to the devil. They're dying, right? And it was all this 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 devil worshiping scheme, this devil worshiping plot to get their money. This was all behind closed doors. This was just a conspiracy theory, right? In in so many other words. But now the devil has been, he's doing it right in front of people because he knows the day that we stay in, the, you know, the time that we live in. He, do, he can do it right in front of people and people still will refuse to believe the truth. That's just, that's just 100-ly, you know? People will refuse. That's how the world is. That's how advanced the world is, that we have so much. And when, I, when God had said, um, be sober-minded, I don't even think he was just talking about people who are being drunk or people who are on drugs. I think he's I, I believe that he's talking about people who are just caught up in this world. We have a lot in this world to, to, to consume us, to keep us from God, to keep us from the truth. We have a lot of stuff, man. You got to think about it just in this last hundred years, how advanced the world has become. Most people stay way out in the country. You know, most people, all they had was their family. The little, the little crops that they grew, the little land that they stayed on, and God, that's all they had. In times of pain, they knew to call on God. But now that we live in this world where we have temporary fixes to everything, I mean anxiety. We, people smoke cigarettes for anxiety and become addicted, killing themselves. Come on, somebody, killing themselves. But they're blinded and they're, and, and, and they're deceived by the enemy. Smoking weed. People smoke weed because they're stressed out. It's a temporary fix. When you when you get high, you get you get high. It takes it away. But whenever whenever the, the high goes away, the feeling comes right back. That's what every drug. That's that's what alcohol. You know, we talked about how people, um, everybody is searching for peace. Everybody is searching for love, and and, and these temporary fixes. They get in a relationship. They think they found love for two, three, four, five months, right? They thought they found peace and then it's it just it, it, it they find out that person isn't what they thought they were. And they're back to square one. People need to wake up and realize all these temporary fixes, there's temporary medications from the doctors, this temporary therapy from therapists, you know, there's this temporary um, anxiety relief from cigarettes, marijuana. All of it is temporary. All of it is to keep us away from the truth. When you're puffing that cigarette, you're killing yourself because of a temporary fix that God can that God can fix overall. Because let me tell you, when God fixes something, he truly fixes it. You don't have to keep going back for it. You don't have to go back for another dose. He does it in his fullness right then and there. But the problem is we don't see that nowadays because nobody wants to give their life to God. There is a difference between a Christian and a lukewarm Christian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's a difference between people who say 
when they see something on Facebook and they see something bad happen and they put all prayers, I'll be praying for you and really don't pray. And then there's a difference for people who really go and do them prayers. There's a difference. There is a difference, somebody. And when you begin to put God at the head of your life, man, these things will be so clearly crystal clear to you for what is what is really going on. And so it is important to to open your mouth up about the truth and then to move the word of God and try to educate as many people as you want, because this word is only getting worse and worse and people only getting more confused and confused and lost and lost. And so this is not to talk bad about people. This is about. Um, 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 spreading the truth and to tell y'all what is really about to come. We're about to see more homosexuality on the rise more than it has ever been. And it's not because they legalized it and because people feel like, oh, they're legalizing now. We can, we can, um, we can be free to love who we want. That's not the reason why homosexuality is going to be on the rise. It's, it's the reason why it's going to be on the rise is because the enemy desires to swift even more people. And and, you know, I, I talk about my life so, so, so vividly with y'all. I'm so transparent. A lot of people, y'all know that I am the sixth of eight children. I have a brother. I have a brother who, who, um, who battles with homosexuality, who is in a homosexual relationship. And I pray for him all the time. And I know that in my heart, he don't know it. He don't understand it because he's trapped in, in, in his sin. But I know being spiritual, I know that this is attack from the enemy. This is something that is trying to keep him from inheriting the kingdom of God. I know that he suffered things as a child that allowed him to become what he is today. Do I condemn him? No. And that's, see, that's the problem. A lot of Christians want to condemn, condemn, condemn. They want to talk down to somebody, make somebody feel less of what they already are feeling less of, you know. But we can't do that. We got to preach life into these people. We got to have faith that God will bring them out. See, sin, sin is reputation. Somebody, I mean, re repetition. Some people can get lost in sin. Some people can do some stuff. Don't even know if they really want to do it. Try it out and then continue to do it because they like this little thing in it. And then it becomes and manifests and grows into something. And it's uncontrollable. All because they're one seed. And I'm not even talking about homosexuality. I'm talking about people who serve other gods. My God, I, I talk about all the time how I'm the sixth of eight children. I only have two siblings of mine that are saved. Two siblings. I battle with that every day. And I plead the blood of God over their lives. I'll never forget. I have, I have a brother who the Lord has been so vivid, to, been so, so, has shown me so vivid what's to come for him because he's so angry. He chooses not to believe the truth. He's upset because of what happened to his mother. And he even chose, he even, even chose to say that he thought he was a Muslim. Ain't never practiced Muslim, um, ain't never practiced um, Islamic things a day in his life, but he thinks that he's a Muslim. So I began to ple uh, plead the blood over my brothers and my sisters. You know, I, I'm blessed because I, God has, has um, secured my sisters. I'm so blessed. I got two amazing, beautiful, beautiful sisters. And um, I you know I don't know what they battle with at home, but I know that they have a good head on their shoulders. I have one sister, man. I know that I know, and I've seen it so clearly that God has sent her husband to preach. And I had a prophesy over him the other day, man. That their family is so beautiful, and I see, I see 
that when her husband accepts the calling of God over his life, I see where the Lord is going to take them. I, I've already seen where the Lord has taken them. They have a beautiful family. And I, and I, and, and, and I just, I got to get my brother's own. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to give up. I got to get my brother's own board too. And thank you, Jesus. And, and, and so I have this brother, man, I've been praying for him. I haven't really talked to him at all. And, and, and I hope he don't think I'm upset with him. But I have this brother who I want him to do so, so much better in life. I see the way where he is leading his family and I see destruction. I see hatred. I see a repeat cycle of what we went through as children. And the Lord and, and I told the Lord the other day, man, I had told God, I said, you know, with this one here. You're going to have to bring him down to his lowest like how you did me. He got too much pride. He, he, he's just like me. He got too much pride. Can't nobody tell him nothing. Right. And I told the Lord, I said, matter of fact, I said him and my other brother, because I have I have I have two brothers. One think he's this so-called Muslim or he don't know what he believes. He upset at God, mad at the world. And then I have this other brother who thinks he's got everything going for himself. He don't believe in God. He believe in science. Come on, somebody. Thank you, Jesus. And, 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 and I have this one the brother I'm talking about, man, he has so much going for him. You know, he, he's like me, a fly dresser. He has a beautiful family. And I've seen so much positivity been going for him all these years. That he it's not that he, he needs God because he's going through pain, but he hasn't been humbled enough to know who God is. And so I began to say the same prayers over both of my brothers. I said, Lord, I'm not doing this and I'm not saying this to um, to to hurt them. But I'm saying, Lord, bring them down to their lowest. Just like you bring me down to my lowest, Lord, bring them down to their lowest, dumb them down, humble them. See, sometimes God has to bring us all the way down. He has to tear our house all the way down to the to the foundation in order to build up a structure that can withstand anything, any type of weather, any type of debris, any type of pain. And so I, I, I see so much. So much in my family that the devil is trying to do. I see the rise of depression amongst my siblings, amongst my cousins. And I'm very aware of generational curses. And I'm, um, I see almost like a same pattern. But I began to tell the Lord, I said, Lord, don't put too much on them to where they can't bear it. Because I know you won't do that. But bring them down to their lowest in order to build them right back up. And I know that this is going to manifest. I know because I live for God. And every prayer of a righteous man is heard. See, that's the thing. Many people like my brother. My brother had, um, I don't want to expose anything in case anybody says anything, but my brother is mad at God. He's mad at God. He asked God to do this thing at the last minute when he didn't know God and God didn't do that for him. So he's just mad at the world. He's mad at the world. But I want to tell you, man, God is about second chances. There's a lot of people on here, not even on here, but just in life in general that have went through a moment of despair or a moment of life or death or, or just this, this change, life changing moment. Right. And they plead to God. They're not a religious person. They don't they don't pray to God. They don't they don't know him, but they call out to God and they say, God, come and step in and intervene. Come change this situation. And they don't get no results from it. Right. So they go out in the world and they think that God didn't hear their prayers or they think that he ain't true. Right. But little do they know 
if they get in the alignment of him, if they truly be, believe what the Bible says, read the word for word what it says and take it into action. Take it into action. That's the thing, though. We got to read what we say. I mean, what he says. But we got to put it into action. When you put it into action, I, I'm telling you right now, you can speak things into existence and you can have authority over every situation. You can have authority over cancer. And some people don't believe that. Some people are, are, are devout Christians, been in, been, in, been in the church their whole lives, but don't believe that. And it ain't that they don't believe that. It's because the devil has deceived their minds. There is power in Christ. Come on, somebody. There is power in Christ. And I want to tell y'all people, y'all are going to see a generation. Look, 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 look. The devil is building a generation right now, right? He's building up an army. But God has been so, so crystal clear to me that he is building up an army too. There's going to be this generation. It's called the new generation. We are going, I'm part of it. We're going to rise up and we're not going to look like regular Christians. We're not going to be these churchy church folks. We're not going to, to, when you think of a Christian, you're not going to look at us and picture us. It's so crazy. But we're going to have this type of power. And the church is going to be mad at us because the church ain't had this type of power in years. But we're going to have this type of power because God has raised a freshness. Come on, somebody. A freshness of the anointing in our hearts. And this is why the yokes are, have not been broken off of many people's lives. Because the anointing is what breaks the yokes. So as God begins to, to, to build these people up, to build people up like me. The enemy is going to send people to try to tear us down. When we gain faith in God, the enemy is going to try to do as much as he can to block our faith. To block our source. When the enemy sees that we begin not to live in this world, but to live for God and yearn to what he wants us to do. Listen, every time you pick up a Bible, the, the devil gets pissed off. Every time you praise God, the devil gets pissed off. So when you give your life to God and he begins to, to, to manifest his marvelous works and miracles in your life, the devil is going to come at you in full force, full force. And many people won't make it past that part. They won't make it past that part. I was that person. I was that person. I'm telling y'all, I got built up in God. I started trusting God for everything. Right, right. I cut the world out. Then I stepped out into the world and the world hit me and I forgot. I didn't have strong enough faith. I didn't have strong enough scripture. I didn't have strong enough um, 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 of the anointing in my heart to realize that that was an attack from the enemy to keep me from the path of what I was doing. So I know this message is for somebody right now. You, you, you're trusting God with your life. You know him, right? You know him. But the enemy is stepping in continuously. Trying to change your mind, trying to tell you, oh, that wasn't God. That wasn't God at all. That was just a, a figment of your imagination when it was God. Listen, to the day that we die, till we, uh, till we are, uh, the, the, till the day that God calls us home, we will be surrounded with temptation from the devil. We will be surrounded with attacks from the devil. But the people who trust in God lean not on their understanding, but trust in God will prevail at all. Because I want to tell y'all, being a Christian, it's not just what heaven has promised us. It is not what God has promised just in heaven. 
We can get these blessings on earth too if we just believe. We got to set ourselves up as, as young men and young women of God. And we got to stand boldly in it. Too many people have had God help them out and do things for them in life. And then they're afraid to speak up about it. They're afraid to tell people. Let me tell you something. If God really wasn't real, then what are you afraid to talk about? What are you afraid to, 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 to spread the truth about? If he ain't real, then what is what is scaring you from saying what is the truth? It's the devil and his deceiving, his deceiving mind, mind tricks and mind, mind games. Let me tell you, I say this all the time. You got to know how to keep control of your mind. The devil, that's the devil's playground. You see how, see how the, the word says that the body is, 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 is our temple. It is the temple. It's the Holy Ghost lives inside of it, right? Our body isn't ours. When we become Christ, our body isn't ours anymore. We give it to God. But we got to remember that, that, that that's our body. But our mind is the control room. And so we got to keep our mind in the scriptures. We got to keep our mind on Jesus. Y'all remember when Peter was walking out of that water? And he forgot to keep his mind on God. He forgot to keep his mind on Jesus. He began to drown. So life is going to continuously hit us over the head. Try to drown us. Try to persecute us. Try to, to turn us against one another. But we got to look at God. We got to keep our mind on God. We got to keep the faith. There's somebody right now that is going through something, questioning God, asking God, why, why me? Why me? Why did you allow this to happen? Why is this? Why is that? I'm telling you right now, you keep your faith in God. Keep your faith in God. That's what's keeping you alive right now is your faith. The devil can't attack us unless God allows it. Y'all know that, right? Yeah, the devil has, has dominion over this earth and this, that, and the third. But at the end of the day, who is the real king? Who is the real king? Who gets the real glory? Who gets the real praise? It's too many people praising the devil and not even, even knowing it. Walking around cussing all day, every day. You was glorifying the devil. Walking around lustful all day, every day. Who is you watching porn all day? Who is you glorifying the devil? Let me tell y'all something. You know, you know why sex don't excite, excite, excite a lot of men nowadays? Because sex was really made for you and one other person. To share that moment with you and one other person. For y'all to learn with each other. Learn. Learn. So now you done had sex with all these other people. And you done learned different tricks. So now when you lay down with somebody, you're not satisfied. So you feel like you got to move and run to another to another person, but you're still chasing after that sense of peace. So as, as I begin to close today, I'm going to leave you all with some prayer. But as I begin to close today, I want to tell everybody it is time to get our houses in order. It is time for us to open up our spiritual eyes and be aware of the plots from the enemy. And most importantly, it's time to 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 protect our children, protect the youth. I hope and pray that this message has touched um, people's lives and hearts um, as much as it has touched me by speaking this. I want y'all to, to tell y'all, man, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Do not be deceived in thinking that 
just because you go to church and you have accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, that that's going to get you into heaven because that's not the truth. That is a lie. And that's a lie from hell. You got to live this thing. You got to live this thing. There is a difference between reading the word and getting something from it. Than to just read it just to read it. It has to apply in our life. We have to believe. And so as I close this this message, I want to pray over all the uh, all of my people who are um, listening right now. We're going to put on some prayer music. I, I, I just want you to trust in God, trust in his plans, trust in his process. And I want you to shame the devil today. Shame the devil. I want you to shame the enemy. You know what brings me great joy in my life? Not only to praise God, but to piss off the devil. Because the devil has had my life for so many years that I won't pay back. I don't know about y'all, but I won't pay back. I really, if he was a person, I probably would have slapped him, but I can't do that. I can't do that. So I'm just going to leave it to God. But I want to piss the devil off every single day. Every single, every time the devil wants me to tell a lie, I want to tell him hell to the gnaw. Hell to the gnaw. Every time the devil wants to want, wants me to be lustful, I'm going to tell him I remember Jesus. I want to piss the devil. Listen, I know the devil hates this podcast. I know he hates this podcast. And he's going to try to stop me every single time I try to get on here. He's going to try to stop me from moving the word of God. But I'm just, I, I just want to say I don't belong to you no more. So let me put this worship music on, man, and we begin to pray and trust in God and his process for us.